0: Last time on the Lord's Grant the podcast, we talked *The Crown* season three, episode eight, *Dangling Man*. We said goodbye to the Duke of Windsor. He was portrayed by Derek Jacoby in the episode, and he uh, finally kicked the bucket. And we wish him the worst on the way down. And Prince Charles met Camilla Shand for the first time, and he has been taken with her. And Mountbatten, his uncle Dickie, he told him to sew his oats and not get you know crazy over this one girl and you know we'll see where that all goes this week on the Lord's Grant the podcast it's got what it takes
1: so tell me why can't this be love
0: straight from my heart i'll oh, tell me why can't this be love
1: and we're back again
0: that we are dave
1: yeah rounding the end of uh season three of the crown
0: yeah we're hurtling towards the finish line it's it's exciting times because people keep buzzing about season four I, i'm actually ex- kind of excited to get to that season and, and see all the buzz with diana and everything that's going on there
1: oh yeah yeah as uh it, it's interesting to be on this ride right now as we are like approaching a new or er, the new season is out and we're kind of yeah. caught up in the news cycle of it
0: And and apologies, but not really apologies to people who are listening in, uh, expecting us to be talking about Season 4 already. We'll talk about it eventually.
1: (laughs) I mean, the title of the episode of the podcast is Season 3, Episode 9. Like, if you really think we're going to talk about Season 4, we're just going to talk about a little bit of the news. And there is one kind of retort piece of news, if you will. Do you want to handle that, Corey?
0: Well, I mean, Netflix uh, responded to all the, the the Bollywood out there people saying that oh wait this is not true this is a lot of this is made up uh, and they're pressing uh, the uk especially the you know the some of those officials that we mentioned last week they're saying there should be an asterisk on on these episodes saying that it's a, a bunch of fiction and netflix said nah not gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do it <laughs> this is people are just gonna watch it and just take it as such we're not gonna label it is fiction.
1: Saying, they're saying oh no it's fact
0: yeah, we have the evidence. Kennedy did uh, assault his wife and all that stuff that we showed in Season 2, Episode 8. We stand by it. All right, Netflix. Yep. All right. <laughs> the men
1: on the moon did talk to Prince Philip for 15 minutes, and it was a midlife crisis.
0: We have the Confirmed. evidence. We, there is a flight log of uh, Prince Phil taking the plane and just aiming it straight at the moon. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... We we talked a lot about it last week. Like, no, I don't think Netflix should have to label that the stuff is fiction. Uh, but uh, all I say is just you know maybe just paint inside the lines a little bit more. You know, <laughs> that, that that's that's my only wish <laughs> with with the, the facts.
1: Yeah, I think the po- the episodes that have postscripts at the end seem to be the ones that might not even be the most truthful, but at least err on the side of owning the consequences, whereas the ones that are just sort of episodic come and go, you really don't know, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it this week in, in terms of the Crown news. Um, anything else with, with Downton? Oh, actually, there is Downton news. They, they've they begun casting for extras for the movie. Oh, boy. We got word from one of our fans on Instagram who sent us a note on that, that, yeah, the, the, the ball is rolling on it. So
1: casting extra seems like a very unnecessary thing in COVID times.
0: Hey, man, uh, if they need two white American males, (laughs) we are ready for the job. We can
1: fake fake British too. I'm not beyond that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And in case people want to see more of Downton characters, David, I I sent it to you on Twitter, but Ian Glenn is in the new version of black beauty on Disney as as Mm an American rancher. That is Richard Carlisle as an American rancher in the Disney remake of Black Beauty.
1: (laughs) Is that supposed to be good? Because didn't they remake Black Beauty when we were kids? Isn't there like 90s Yeah, they remake
0: it like every 10, 15 years. Uh, The reception hasn't been too hot from what I read because this time around, apparently the horse talks. No. Yeah. no. Is Eaglen the horse? No, they they got Mr. Ed uh, back from the 60s. (laughs) He's Uh still kicking. Yeah. No, they got Kate Winslet, the voice of the horse. I don't need to see this movie. <laughs> I mean, the Ian Glenn factor has me curious. You know, does he say, does he throw horseshoes around and say, do you enjoy these silly games that we play? <laughs> I would love to see that.
1: But he's American, so it would be worded differently.
0: <laughs> do you reckon <laughs> that you enjoy these games?
1: <laughs> In which the players got to appear ridiculous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I kind of want to see that movie. Hey, we, um, I mean,. We got some. We got some weeks. Yeah. That, well, that's it uh, for for the Downton news right now.
1: Well, there is um, a there are there is one movie featuring a Downton actor that you might want to watch if you are a fan of the Lord of Grantham. Oh, that's true. Uh, we're recording it this weekend. Our Patreon bonus episode for December is a Christmas star. <laughs> we talked about it briefly last week? Mm-hmm. Robert James Collier, aka Tom Barrows, first and I believe only.
0: I don't know about well. It's role? his first, first headlining role, as it says yeah, but on that's IMDb. Yeah, only trivia. headlining
1: role, I believe, right? But,
0: uh, probably, yeah. Potentially. Yeah.
1: Uh, where that's, I started the, the watching movie. it. I'm not going to make any comments about it, but it's something.
0: <laughs> okay, and you got Pierce Brosnan is in it. Liam Neeson Liam narrates Neeson. it.
1: <laughs> but he's like a di. Uh, I, with a, it's not spoiling much to say he's like a kind of diegetic narrator. He's a half radio DJ, half narrator. Liam Neeson. Yeah.
0: He's actually in it? Oh, he,
1: no, he's as no, but his narration is like diegetic. It takes it's oh. in the movie. <laughs> okay. And he's also very well, he's very sassy. Get ready for some decent.
0: All right, well, full, we'll be full blast. watching that and recording it for our Patreon subscribers and if you want to hear that episode Dave what can they do?
1: Go to our Patreon page um and join our upstairs tier which is $5 a month and with that you get the bonus episode which is a christmas star reviewed mm-hmm. by the lords of grantham complete with power rankings and all the sort of yeah usual lords of grantham charm as well as our entire back catalog which is you've heard the star wars and the dirty dancing reviews and we have a whole ton of other stuff
0: yeah and uh our patreon is patreon.com slash lords of grantham
1: yeah I, it's a it's on our okay. twitter and i think i'm gonna try to get some sort of Regular, Regularly occurring links in our uh, episode descriptions. I know I slacked on that, but yeah, if you even read the episode descriptions. So yeah.
0: look in there. Well, to all those people who are tuning in for season four content and it's season three, <laughs> That's read, the episode read the description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, though, we are talking about Imbroglio. Im- Imbroglio. Uh, I can't do Italian. I can't. <laughs> That, that's the name of Season 3, Episode 9. Embroglio. Uh, do they go to Italy, Dave?
1: No. Did you look <laughs> up the the meaning of Imbroglio?
0: Um, it's an extremely confused, complicated, or embarrassing situation.
1: That's perfect description for this episode.
0: So it's not Italian? That's an English word?
1: I mean, it's in the English dictionary. It definitely feels Italian.
0: It definitely does. I don't know where I get that from. I, I, I don't know. I think it's e? the silent G. That's probably what it is in the EO at the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it, there's something embarrassing going on in this episode, and we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. There's I guess layers of embarrassment. I think the, the yeah, <laughs> yes, indeed we will. So it starts with a plane. Netflix is just really flexing its its budget <laughs> for an unnecessary opening shot of um, the Duke of Windsor's casket en route to its burial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it literally opens the episode with, like, this vista and pulls back the show. Like, nuh-uh, it's actually inside a plane. And, oh, there's a casket here with the ornate uh flag over it. And it's like, didn't need it, but glad to know Netflix has got money coming in.
1: Yeah. It's, and this is pre-COVID, so, you know, this is pre-Joe Exotic. So, that yeah. Netflix was making that money back yeah. then. Who would have thought?
0: Who would have thought? And really, I mean... It doesn't have much to do with the rest of the episode, aside from the fact, yeah, they're burying the Duke of Windsor. He's he's dead. <laughs> that he, well, he is. Di- he yeah. died
1: last week, but...
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, now we're seeing he wasn't just left in his bed alone just to disintegrate. Um, yeah, we see them all there. The wife's got that black veil on, you know, that's so scary. I, I, I don't know why people wear that sometimes. I mean, I get it to hide the tear. It just looks scary what they do on the crown with that black hair. Oh, yeah.
1: the, the queen mother in season one, episode two or whatever <laughs> was frightening. The Dementor. <laughs> yeah. This is not much yeah, better. So,
0: no, Duke Windsor's wife looks like a Dementor this episode. Uh, and they're really driving home early in this episode the the comparisons between the duke of windsor and charles you know they impose charles's face on the photo of the duke of windsor as he's staring at it
1: yeah yeah, it, it's hot, it's hot and heavy yeah,
0: yeah. Do, do you understand what they're trying to get across dave
1: charles charles is a nazi
0: <laughs> maybe uh no so yeah they 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 you know the wife tells him that the, the Charles meant a great deal to him gives him a pocket watch and you know reminds him never turn your back he, or he says you never turn your back on the, or she tells him to never turn your back on true love despite all the sacrifices.
1: Hmm. And what else does she say? Uh,
0: she gives him I two, don't know. two
1: things. Never turn mm-hmm. your back on true love and watch out for your family.
0: They're really trying to make him into the next Duke of Windsor and I understand that's the concern they're pressing but like Look, if this sh- this goes back almost to like you know the show playing fast and loose is hi- with history, at least try and have some internal logic because it seems mm-hmm. like they're forgetting that the Duke of Windsor was a Nazi because they keep trying drawing these allusions to Charles being like the Duke. And yeah, sure, with women, that may be true. He's not like the Duke of Windsor. He's not a piece of trash on that level.
1: Yeah, and I, I think they spend a lot of time trying to acknowledge that Charles appreciates how progressive the Duke of Windsor was. But, again, we talk about how fast and loose this show is with history. Maybe don't make an episode about how the Duke of Windsor was a Nazi sympathizer.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, they've got to acknowledge the truth there. But, I mean, if that's the case, this is almost like recreating Star Wars, except we know that how the ending goes. But, like, oh, man, because the Duke of Windsor f- chose love over royalty, he fell to the dark side. The Nazis, a.k.a. Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, fell for love and then fell to the dark side. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, either Charles falls to the dark side and becomes a Nazi or becomes the the next Darth Vader or something.
1: Well, you know, he's still not quite the king, so who knows what's gonna, what he's going to be whenever that day comes.
0: We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it, would, it would pain me to find out that after all these years, Prince Charles became a Nazi in real life and we just never oh, knew. Boy. Hey, well, I mean, it we'll, wouldn't be
1: the weirdest thing a royal prince has done in the past couple of years.
0: What has a royal prince done in the past couple of years?
1: His, his brother. His brother took a couple flights.
0: Oh, to Vegas? Oh, this looked like a to lot of Vegas. fun. Vegas. Prince Andrew? Oh, I haven't kept up on those. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not good. Not good with him. Anyways, back to the episode. Um, Camilla so who Charles. Picks up, a, who
1: picks up Charles from the funeral? Who's his ride home?
0: Milla. Camilla. Parker. Bowles. Camilla She's Camilla Uh, we knew a Shand growing up, Dave.
1: We did. Not Camilla,
0: though. <laughs> Not related, no. Uh, yeah, they hook up. We see them in bed.
1: Yeah, and and I wrote, I noted that Prince Charles is still talking about his uncle. <laughs> I mean, in, in, in bed with Camilla, this dude, this dude's got—he
0: loves his uncle. This dude is a drip to date. Like all he just talks about is his family and his the importance of like what's going to happen with him and all that stuff. It's just like. Gosh, man, I just Live feel for life. her. Like
1: he's set. He's got. He's got no life responsibilities until his mom dies. Yeah, and she's in good health. So, and we know for a fact she
0: she keeps going. She she goes and goes. She she's not stopping. Um, but yeah, he says like the last prince of Wales. We just par- buried the poor soul. Wait, and again, that choice choice of words. That poor soul. How is he a poor soul? The guy's a shut up, Charles. He's a Nazi. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. listeners. for us har- harping on this, but it just like show. Remember your history. Even if you don't want to play true to the history, remember that that happened even within the show. Um, oh, yeah, in the cafe of the in some Not, off not away, a good dude. There's
1: a whole he, episode that's about how bad he is.
0: Yeah, he, he literally says, my family looks at me as if in some god-awful way I've replaced him. And it's like, that's a, sure. That's a stretch, Charles.
1: Yeah, man. You, Big stretch. You,
0: you haven't replaced him, bro. You haven't. There's still hope for you yet, man. Uh. Anyways... We can just keep plowing through this episode. We don't have to hop between the two plot lines, do we?
1: No, I mean, one is one is historically important but kind of boring. Yeah, and the other is just a piece of a continuing story. Well, so yeah, so we go to a flashback to 1925.
0: Oh. Now, Dave, when we see this flashback, did your mind instantly go to the, like, are we going to see Tommy Lasalle? <laughs> Because every time we do a flashback, I just think, we're going to see Tommy LaSalle, right? He's just going to show up.
1: <laughs> In the 20s now, I thought it might have been like a young King George or something like that.
0: Young King George? I mean, the series opens like 10 years after that.
1: So, uh, young adjacent King years. George.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, we see a kid playing the piano.
1: Yeah, and who is this kid? It is Prime Minister Heath
0: why are we seeing this kid play piano multiple times in this episode
1: to hammer in the fact that he had a, a middle-class upbringing I, I guess
0: yeah I, I I don't entirely follow what they're trying to, to paint here exactly because he's still they, they cut to him playing it as a growing man this piano to himself and it's not Billy Joel tunes he's playing he's just playing just some riffs you know
1: yeah some old old school tunes he's not not playing that David Bowie that we'll get to later.
0: <laughs> no, um, but there is a strike going on.
1: Yeah, the the coal miners' union is on strike. They say they, they fuel the country. Give <laughs> us more money.
0: Yeah, whereas America runs on Duncan, uh, London runs on coal. That's uh, true. That's true. They they say here, and uh, the PM, prime minister dismisses it. He calls it a fever dream that'll pass. Uh, they're sentimental and easy to sway. So eight, they have eight weeks worth of reserves and. They'll get it resolved by the end of, you know, their rations. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he kind of walks away from that, and Phil just comes out of nowhere. Heat check episode for him, where he just kind of doesn't do much the rest of, uh, rest of the episode, but just says, this is his first meaningful relationship with a woman in decades.
1: Yeah. Phil comes in. Phil feels like, guess what? And he's getting his pajamas on. He's like, "Let me tell you this this cool stuff that I heard."
0: Yeah, he he keeps tabs on who Elizabeth engages with, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this guy he's a it's the first woman he's engaged with, and uh, the girl he was with married some uh, someone else, so uh, that's why he stayed single. And mm-hmm. I I love. The flimsiness of the writing here, where Elizabeth, Elizabeth asks him, "Where did you hear this news from?" And then Phil just says, "Some chap I know." <laughs> That's literally. It. She's like,
1: "Look, remember, remember when I was younger and I was crazy? I still got a little of that in me." Yeah, I still know people who know people who know people.
0: When writing, it makes it, it needs me to call upon that knowledge. <laughs> yeah, um, but good on Phil. He he kind of just drops that bomb and then walks away, and then he's just living his life.
1: Mhm, because it's because it's a sp- kind of a special year for Phil and, and
0: Queen Elizabeth. Twenty five years. Who would have thunk? Now it's starting to get to the point where it's like they don't look that much older than when they married. <laughs> they look, they look older, but not. They not, do. Twenty five years older.
1: Well, I mean, they look like totally different humans.
0: <laughs> they do look completely different humans. Yeah, they they have morphed. Um. But Elizabeth does say to Phil that Charles seems to have really fallen for Camilla. To which Phil gives some good insight, Dave. Lay it on me. He says, you don't fall for someone like Camilla Shan. She's a distraction uh, uh, from the Navy.
1: A welcome distraction from the rigors of the Navy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's just someone to have fun with, you know?
1: And I like that Queen Elizabeth is not like, hey, that's my kid. That's my kid. Have put some respect on the way you talk about the future king. No, she's like, man, you know, that's true.
0: I guess I fell for you. (laughs) Um, but we see Phil is doing his training. (laughs) They really have put this kid through the paces between that elementary school and then sending the whales. I mean, Charles. Yeah, I mean, the paces between school as a kid to you know giving that speech in Wales by himself, you know, months on end to this, like, man. Mm -hmm. And he wants I to mean, be in all got, these plays. Yeah, he wants to be in all these plays. He wants to play cricket or not cricket, uh, a polo. Polo. I mean, I guess y- you gotta earn your way to to that life of uh, luxury that he that he's going to earn. We already lives a or, luxurious or life. Yeah, I, I guess that that's true. And who pulls up, Dave? Charles
1: Dance, Taiwan.
0: <laughs> none other, none other From than Mount Lord, Lord Mountbatten. Um, encouraged with the the progress he's making uh, in the Navy, uh, but uh, yeah, he's not too uh, too keen about hearing that Charles is hung up on, uh, on Old Camilla. Carmilla? Yeah,
1: yeah, not a fan. He's like, oh boy, this is not what happened. I thought this was a, a
0: bit. I mean, he re- he says the same thing he said last week, which is like, I thought this was just an opportunity to sow your oats. <laughs> Like bro, the oats dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so. I didn't didn't expect you to catch a feel, bro. (laughs) He's like, I'm Um, 85,
1: man. I think this is a bad move.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let me just tell you, there's a lot of women out there wanting to hook up with royalty. Just there's a lot of oats out there to plow, bro. Like, think, man, think. (laughs) Come on, I know you're your uncle. I'm the cool uncle. Listen to me. He really is the
1: cool uncle. He gets like a special dining room at the Navy.
0: Oh yeah, (laughs) I mean, house or whatever it is former naval commander um, but we get more of the prime minister playing piano great <laughs> I mean they cut back to it sure okay and uh, yeah he's talking with the the miners yeah the like, uh,
1: red shirt coal miner union dude talks mm-hmm. about how being in the coal mine is like being in hell
0: yeah and I mean the Heath is taking the side of this is the home of the queen you know first not the people we serving the royalty, which seems Very a bit different than uh, Macmillan. Was he the last one?
1: Macmillan, right? Macmillan was the last one.
0: I thought Wilson was the last one. Oh, Wilson one. was the last one. Yeah, Macmillan yeah,
1: yeah. was not the
0: last one. Yeah. Macmillan was the one with his pants off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Macmillan was <laughs> pants off. Wilson was pants on. Uh, Anton Eden was the one with... The drugs. Uh, yeah, needles in. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, they can't see eye to eye at all, and these these miners just storm out.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and the I think the prime minister cuts a, a real promo for the ages here, where he's like, "Look, this is we're not playing games. You think this is a game?
0: Yeah, we but we got I the money.
1: <laughs> I, 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 I think he's kind of a a ding dong
0: here." It's a dunce. I mean, literally, if they don't have the miners digging up power, they're going to be without power. What What? what are you thinking, dude? They They, they well, do you know, actually hold leverage. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and it shows by this whole, like, electricity curfew and mm-hmm. telling people to not use as much, and businesses can only stay open three days a week. It's I mean, wild. hospitals
0: are going to operate by torchlight. What, what is this? The 1900s? Uh, zero Before yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs>
1: And and we, we have dealt with this, like, the smog episode, they had electricity.
0: Yeah, and Elizabeth is like, you sure you got this, Heath? And he's like, I'm confident. <laughs> if the government is defeated, then the country is defeated. Yeah. Well, bro, <laughs> the government takes an L, and so does the country.
1: <laughs> well, kind of, sort of. This is, yeah. well, the episode doesn't c- close anything.
0: <laughs> no. but I, You start to get the sense, like... Oh this is like a one term guy who's out of there quick as prime minister. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're not going to be seeing much of him.
1: Oh yeah, they don't he's not cla- he's not an interesting enough casted choice. No. Either. No, he's, he's
0: very plain. Yeah. Uh you almost it almost seems like when he's acting in this episode he's almost complaining that he didn't get a more plum prime minister acting role on the show. Huh.
1: <laughs> I can see that. Yes,
0: indeed. Yeah. Um anyways, Charles got new marching orders, Dave.
1: Yeah. He's uh he's he's going to the Night's Watch.
0: Where is that like, though? <laughs> the wall. Well, I mean <laughs> in the world of the Crown, where is that?
1: The Caribbean. He's going to to hang out with Jack Sparrow.
0: <laughs> I mean, likely. Yeah, he he's going to have some rum down there and have a good time, but he is not ready for that. He, he he you think if you were told you have to spend 8 months out in the Caribbean, I I would be kicking my heels. Yeah. Duh, <laughs> but for Charles, it's it's love, man. Like, so why can't think. this be love? Okay,
1: he's <laughs> got what it takes.
0: <laughs> it, you know, it, really, that's what he's saying. You know, <laughs> uh, and it's funny because they literally show him go home real quick afterwards to say, like, Elizabeth, do you have a hand in this? Is there a reason why I'm going to the Caribbean? Well, this you is know.
1: this is. After Grandma and mm-hmm. and Cal Mountbatten arranged for a meeting with the Shan family and the Parker Bowles family. Oh yeah. A torchlight meeting to talk about how this imbroglio that's going on between these three people, four people if you want to include Princess Anne.
0: I thought that came after this though.
1: No, I take my my notes as I watch and okay. it is after. So yeah, so so the old folks are trying to to nip this in the bud and get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And say, look, get these two. We know there's some drama going on. We know that that Camilla and Charles are getting along really well, but she's still kind of engaged to Andrew Parker Bowles, and yeah. even though he's messing around with the other one, we don't want her to wind up with this one. Mm-hmm. So let's like let's do the family magic, get them back together, and that'll be that.
0: Yeah. And the best way to do that is just cut Charles out of the picture.
1: Send him to the Caribbean. Send him to Jack Sparrow's house. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he he gets to Elizabeth next scene. You know, never mind that he's away at Naval Academy. He's just like, did you have any hand in this? Oh, <laughs> uh, she's like,
1: what? Excuse me?
0: <laughs> I didn't have anything to do with this. I just but He thought you walks needed out on tail. her
1: before she can even, you know, Mm -hmm. she never gets to really speak her piece. He kind of cuts his promo and then leaves. And she's like, Oh boy. But she knows what's going on. Mm -hmm. She calls in. She calls in count Lord Mountbatten and her mom and says, tell me what, what happened here.
0: And, uh, Mountbatten's like, I I messed up. I told him just to, to, to run a little wild. And, uh,
1: and Charles but, Mania ran wild, brother. Yeah, he
0: got a leash on him, actually, now. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of stressing too, to uh, to Elizabeth that, like, you know, the system's too fragile. You need to take steps to protect the crown or whatever. But you even it sense with Elizabeth, she, what, yeah,
1: like... Yeah, Camilla's dangerous. Camilla Shand is dangerous to the crown.
0: Yeah. But even now you sense with Elizabeth, like, aren't times different than when, you know, with Margot and... Uh, what's his name? You know, Tony like... Armstrong Jones, yeah. Yeah, like... Well, maybe Tony Armstrong, the other guy, or whatever.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Peter, Peter
0: Townsend. Yeah. Because like, like, even though Elizabeth's like, I don't think this is that damaging to the crown, and the Queen uh, Mother and uh, Mountbatten are like, no, 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 no. It, it is a Keep them separate. We don't want this to take hold.
1: And, you know, the, the Queen's kind of like, all right, well, we got to figure out some information on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So who do they tap into?
0: We see a car driving. We hear the, the strumming of David Bowie's Starman. Yep. It's Princess Anne singing along.
1: Yeah. And the biggest flex of the this episode is they they just let it ride. They pay Bowie. They want that whole song. They want every second of
0: yeah well, we'll, Anne humming. We'll talk even more about melody. that later. Let's, let's talk about that. Save that for later. But... Princess Anne is just cruising in the dark, you know, because there's no streetlights uh, to Buckingham Palace, and and she just strolls in there, and uh, she is coming in hot, you know. She she's she got a little bit of sass. They ask her, you know, we need to talk about your brother, and she's like, "Which one? I got <laughs> I three, got th- <laughs> yeah." <clears throat> Which is like just a kind of like, "All right, look at you, <laughs> you you got some, you got some jokes." They're
1: really trying. They're establishing her as just the sass machine. Uh huh. She's the Uh, the young dowager in this show.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, And they say Charles, and she's like, oh, of course. Um, But she tells what's going on. She's like, look, this girl, Camilla, she's not devoted to Charles. She's really into this Andrew guy. But how does she know? They ask, how do you know? And Dave, how does she know?
1: She's like, I was was banging him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) all over the palace. There, there, there. And she, she straight
1: up says, like, you don't want to hear this, but it was, it was what it was. I had fun.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much how she says it. Like, I had fun. Sorry, mommy. It was. <laughs> and,
1: you know, they, they make a line in the, in the early on in the scene where they're like, hey, we know we don't want you to get irrational and emotional. So then she goes and says, like, yeah, it is what it was. Charles is, Charles is kind of caught up in it. He's a little crazy. But I got to go. I hope I didn't get emotional. And then she just pieces out. She's like, I'm going to go to sleep.
0: What a flex. What a flex from Princess Anne. <laughs> that's a uh, pipe bomb. Yeah, for sure. Also, Dave, have you been noticing the volume in her hair? Her hair just keeps rising every episode, oh, yeah. it seems she, like, she, as she gets older.
1: She looks like a Bette Midler in Hocus Pocus.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, she kind of looks yeah. like Margaret Thatcher, too, or something like that. <laughs> like, it, I guess maybe that's the style. It just it keeps going upwards, you know? Uh, it's like Beaker hair or something. The, the Muppet. <laughs> um, Beaker
1: just had a little tuft. There's no, like... So kind of fine. It's, like it's on.
0: Yeah. Anyways, though, um So they Camilla, yeah,
1: Camille gets married.
0: Yeah, I mean they they pretty much uh Dicky has to uh not Dicky, um uh, Mountain Ba he has to tell Charles to give up the dream, you know. Yeah. Which I I don't get it. Like if you just wait 8 months you know, come back from Caribbean. What, wh- why can't you do that? Why can't you wait?
1: Well, I mean, I think history will tell us that, that this ain't over.
0: That time will only tell if this will stand the test of time? That's true. <laughs> um, I like how they show also just Charles is home and then mountain bat and taking them for a walk out in the, in the, in the backyard and we don't see the conversation. He's She's just kind of like, giving him him like the... Hey, look, bad news, bro. <laughs> yeah. But You're like, going to have to run, like run wild again.
1: Charles has two brothers, but his like constant source of, and a father Yeah, his constant source of like bro time is this 85 year old <laughs> man. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, he, he, why does he seek the counsel and friendship of old men? I don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't, he's a unique boy, but he still likes like Camilla Shan. Like he doesn't, he's not shying away from the young women. He yeah, just I mean, likes that. To be fair, his youngest bros. His,
0: his youngest brother's what twelve or thirteen right now. Andrew. Yeah. So maybe he's not a source of like you know discussions or anything.
1: Hey, yeah. Let's keep that name off this show.
0: And the other brother, I don't even. I don't even know off the top of my head. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. Phil, you know, he he's actually around. He says it'll feel like a betrayal, but he'll come to his senses. And yeah, we actually see that celebration of the twenty-five years of marriage, right?
1: Yeah, we get a good speech from Queen Elizabeth talking about the struggles of of marriage and love, and I, for the most
0: time, we get like a speech with a montage underneath it. Like, <laughs> it's it's just such a, like a. Well, we need to tie up a bunch of loose ends in this episode. Just have someone speak about whatever in some church somewhere, and then we'll tie yeah, up the loose ends while it goes on.
1: Let's let's try to make you remember that Princess Margaret is in a really bad marriage right now. Yeah. one line.
0: Let's show uh, Andrew and Camilla getting married without spending actual time on it.
1: Yeah, and that's the end of the episode.
0: I mean, well, we do, we do see one more bit about the prime minister, right? Uh, well, we do see Charles crying to himself, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, of course, we see the little <laughs> little little, little bo- Peep uh, crying little all the way sissy home. Boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, not to harass the kid, come on, we better, yeah, he's um, about to
1: be the king. He can take a, our our cyber bullying. Yeah. Well, not about. But, to, well, I mean, he might be about to be the king. I don't want to say anything. Uh, so.
0: I don't know. I don't know. But the prime minister. He just can't the, he, wait. But he can wait. That, that's what we found from history. <laughs> uh. So the prime minister, he had, they, he offered a generous package to the miners. He says, but it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's gone on longer than anticipated. And Elizabeth has a moment where she's like, maybe you failed to understand them as people. <laughs> Elizabeth Dumbass.
1: Is, cut some promos in this episode. She is, she's on fire this episode.
0: At least with him, because like, you never see her talk that way to a prime minister, like telling him, like, you're bad at your job. You're not doing your job, you know?
1: D- she's had some words with some of them, but she's never had,
0: like... Straight up, like, befuddlement as to, like, why you would do this, you know? She's completely mm-hmm. vexed by of <laughs> this guy's approach to everything.
1: Yeah, she is not in on, on old Heath.
0: Mm-hmm. And so they're still without power. <laughs> That's the kind of the end of the episode.
1: Yeah, I was shocked. I was like... For the first time in history, when it says, like, watch next episode, I was like, man, if I wasn't doing this for this podcast, I might just see this through.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, they keep you around in the credits because they start playing David Bowie's Starman again.
1: They paid for it.
0: That's the thing. That's all I could think was, like, okay, so they paid money to have Starman in this episode, and then someone at Netflix is like, well, if we paid for it for this episode, why don't we just play it over the credits? Why not?
1: I mean, didn't The Simpsons do that all the time, too? Like, everybody who pays money for the song puts it in the credits.
0: But this seems like a little bit more egregious, where they just let the whole song play. It's <laughs> like, a good song, it is a good song. It also has absolutely zero to do with the episode. I actually like looked up the lyrics afterwards to try and see if there was a connection. It's about a man in space talking about you know stuff else. I it I don't. We literally don't. used the Dewey Cox
1: version of this song and the episode about going to space.
0: Well, that I mean it applies there. <laughs> When we talk yeah. about moon dust and stuff, this episode has nothing to do with Starman other this than the not, fact that... It's not they, a
1: confused, complicated, embarrassing situation that the Starman is in.
0: No, we know exactly what is going on with the Starman. Um, so kudos to Netflix. You got all our money. You got Bowie. <laughs> you got him. You got him. Uh, you you d-
1: milked that song for all it's worth.
0: For sure. And for, for a change of pace, Dave, I think a lot of this episode actually did happen. So there you have it.
1: Wow, he he <laughs> yeah. paid for his piano install in installments as a kid. That really happened in the twenties and thirties.
0: I guess so. I guess so. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, and all those people who like were working together to split them up. The mother, the father, the grandmother, the great uncle. Man, a lot of forces conspiring against. Uh, Old and, Charles here.
1: And every time they show the shadow, like my family doesn't want me together, they show Princess Margaret, who repeatedly has said how inadequate she feels as a member of this family. Like, you can't pick and choose mm-hmm. who the black sheep is according to what the narrative is.
0: Yeah, you almost wonder too. Like, look, Helena Bonham Carter is only available for X-Men episodes, but we need to keep reminding people she's a part of the show. <laughs> so we show her early in the season for two episodes, then the rest of the season, not much.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's like the Netflix Arrested Development season. Shit, like, Get her on a green screen and just plug her in where they need her.
0: Right, yeah. So we'll get to the, was this a good episode, Dave?
1: Yeah, this was a good one. I mean, yeah, it, I it, was it good. wasn't my favorite, but it was definitely moving.
0: It was fun enough, yeah. I, I liked it. I will
1: say the fact that I wanted to hit play on the next episode, I don't know if that's more because of the way the episode ended or just because the, the plot points were good enough.
0: Or this was forty-seven minutes breeze by, and we we're just like oh, giving me more. Perfect. Yeah. As, so.
1: I, as soon as I hear skip that in the, the intro, and I see like another minute goes by, like, woo! Yeah. I'm happy if, about this.
0: Yep. All right, so power rankings.
1: Sure, let's do it.
0: Well, who who is going down for you, Dave? Number three.
1: I got Camilla Shan going down at number three. She's a pawn. Okay. She's and we can see she tells Charles like she was actually starting to have feelings for him.
0: Yeah, don't get feelings. If time
1: had passed, you know, she might have she might have been Queen Camilla.
0: Might st- could still be. Who knows? I mean, but, uh, is she even
1: still? Right I don't now. even know.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we don't know what reality uh, the crown is going down. Yeah. Well, number three, I got the coal miners. They they are out of work and out of money. You know, and they 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 have been struggling to get their way. So hearts out to those people well the worker. At,
1: at number two I got the coal miners a union okay they came in to to give the prime minister this big old story this red shirt mm-hmm. dude is there and then the prime minister's like nah dude I struggled too but yep. I showed
0: up true well at number two I got Charles okay he's uh a, he's a, having a rough go of it you know he's being broken up from the love of his life and he's gotta go to the naval, naval academy the only thing softening the blow is he's going to the Caribbean for eight months I'm sure he'll be fine
1: well, number one, I got Charles. Okay. Because the boy gets his heart broken. Mm-hmm. His family did it. And his his favorite Nazi uncle is
0: dead. <laughs> this is his favorite. Well, at number one going down, I got Prime Minister Heath. He is terrible at his job. He does not know how to negotiate. And now all of London was without power. Thanks, Jackass. <laughs> you messed it up.
1: Well, going up. At this point in the story, mm-hmm. I got Prime Minister Heath.
0: For number three.
1: Yeah, because he's sticking to his guns. He's okay, got. Sure. He's saying like, he's saying like, look, come at me, I'm swinging, and he keeps swinging. He doesn't stop.
0: Dude is terrible at his job. <laughs> you can <laughs> swing all you mean, want. You got to hit yeah. once in a while.
1: <laughs> he tells the public, he goes, look, no electricity after seven thirty, and the public turns the light. The lights are turned off. He's getting his way as of this moment. I mean, do
0: they have a say necessarily? <laughs> It doesn't matter. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, number 3, I got Camilla. She she got in, got out with uh, Charles and now she got wifed up. Good for she her. good feelings for Charles. <laughs> Who cares? She got out of there and got married. Good for her. To Parker Bowles. That ain't a king. It, look, she got she got wifed up. What do you want from her?
1: Okay. Hey, well, wait, is,
0: is Prince Charles a stepdad? Did they have any kids?
1: Prince Charles?
0: I mean, yeah.
1: Yes, Prince Harry and been the
0: other one. But uh, no, as a stepfather, is he a stepfather to any of her kids? Whose kids? Camilla, did she have any with Andrew?
1: He didn't marry Camilla Shand.
0: Andrew did ma- marry Camilla Shand. Andrew? Yeah. No, no, not Andrew. <laughs> no, I mean Andrew. Andrew, 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 she's Andrew a too Parker old for Prince Andrew. Andy Andrew Parker Bowles. isn't that the guy who married her? I don't know this whole story.
1: And let's let's don't spoil history for me. Well no,
0: she we saw in this episode she married Andrew Parker Bowles. Oh
1: yeah, and she married Andrew Parker Bowles. But uh, what I'm Charles. saying is, did
0: they have kids together? I don't care. They do have two children, so I, no, I was just curious to see if Charles was a stepfather. He is okay. a stepfather to two kids. There we go. Anyways, back to your rankings, Dave. Uh
1: number two, I got a tie between Queen Mother, Queen Mary. And Lord Mountbatten, Count Mountbatten, whatever Mountbatten he is, Charles Dance, mm-hmm. they they sabotage this whole thing, and when they get called out for it, they make it out in one piece.
0: Yeah, they do it. Well, number two, I just give the credit alone to Dickie Mountbatten. He you know he he literally is the guy who told Charles to to get out there and do things, and he's just the the cool uncle that everyone wishes they had. So <laughs> is he. Yeah, he's, really, he's pretty cool. He, he's
1: living the best retired life. I'm. Of all I'm a, time. He's
0: a freaking military general who just struts around, uh, you know, at these campuses. I got a salute. At him. <laughs> he's a guy who almost uh, tried to. He almost tried to throw a coup, and now he's like back in good with the family, as deep as it gets, you know. I guess he's living his own dream. Yeah, good for him. That's retirement. Yeah, say if, who's number one?
1: I got Queen Elizabeth. She cuts promos this week. Okay. She goes. She she says to. She calls in her mother and her uncle, and she's mm-hmm. like, "No, yeah. Why are you doing this?" She she calls out the prime minister like three times, mm-hmm. and she's actually on Charles's side, considering they've had a little bit of a beef over the past couple episodes. And it's her 25th anniversary. Good for her. Yeah. She makes this, a nice little sort of all-encompassing speech that's going to probably. Play a factor more than anything else going into the next episode.
0: Sure. Well, I didn't feel like Elizabeth did enough this episode for me, but Princess Anne did more than enough in the <laughs> one scene she was in. She is number one. Are you kidding me? Wow. She literally zooms into the Buckingham Palace, tells everyone what's up, lets them know that she she gets around, and then says, you got a problem? <laughs> Walks out, exit. That is power right there. Sure. Uh And it's going straight to her hair. (laughs) like It's going all the way up to her head and into her hair.
1: She's got electricity coming out of her (laughs) It really
0: is. I mean, honestly, I am all in on the Princess Anne train. I hope we get an episode dedicated to her. She is fun.
1: I'm sure. She's been doing the press for the next season, so she's got to be a major player.
0: Nice. I look forward to it. But, uh, yeah, she's good. She she has earned that spot at number one. She's the one who, I mean, shows up, Queen Elizabeth, in this episode. She's like, I'm your daughter, but I'm also a girl who likes to have fun. I'm a woman. Yeah, I'm a woman. <laughs> Deal with it. Uh, so, yeah, and that shuts up Queen Elizabeth for a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we got one more episode of season three.
0: Holy moly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's taken two months to get through it, man.
1: But it's been a, it, you know, it's I, been a good I think run. It's been a good run. I like this cast.
0: Yeah, no, it, 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 I definitely acclimated quickly, and uh, I, I, like, I like them. I like them a lot. Yeah, they do good work. Look, it may not be all realistic, but it's soapier. It's it's more like a soap opera.
1: Yeah, everyone told us season three was going to be way slower, and I disagree.
0: No, it's faster. It's much faster. Especially once you
1: introduce Charles, because we have this built-in drama with the older generation, and then we have a younger generation of drama.
0: Yeah, because the first two seasons, in some ways, and we should maybe save this for uh, analysis of everything overall, but season two, the first two seasons are kind of repetitive in how they dwell on the Mm -hmm. marriage of Elizabeth and Phil, whereas this one is like a lot of inertia and motion forward with the story
1: yeah because we know like the drama is not there anymore it's not about their marriage it's about the mm-hmm. lives of everyone
0: around them right so that's that's the crown this week Today, you, you watching anything else man
1: not much um i'm i, I mean I, i've been very busy let me take a look at my little yeah my little list what about
0: you I just want to talk about a little bit of uh, the WWE drama with Roman Reigns and his cousin. Because I think people would appreciate that, that soap opera drama that's going on there.
1: Oh, sure. Sure.
0: Where within the WWE world, there's Roman Reigns, who's the current champion, who has two cousins, the, the Usos, the Uso brothers, mm-hmm. who, who are tag teams. Uh, and recently, Roman's had a, a change of attitude. He, he, he wants to be respected as the, the tribal chief of the family as the person who bosses around the family, makes executive decisions on what the family does. Well, he's uh, the one who's
1: making, bringing in the money for the family. So he's and, saying, you got to respect me. Our family and, lives off of my, my work.
0: Yeah. And he's telling his family, the Usos, to fall in line. Uh, it took two matches where he brutally beat his cousin mm-hmm. within an inch of his life to fall in line. <laughs>
1: Yeah, while well, his other cousin is out with like an ACL or no a, a some, some kind of injury. Leg injury.
0: Yeah. But uh so yeah, the cousin has fallen in line, but now it's just repeated weeks of him being chastised as a as a bad family member <laughs> by Roman Reigns, even though he's fallen in line and I, I, I love I love the storyline. I, I love that it's all about family and you know, when you do enough for your family it's just not good enough.
1: Wow, that's a real <laughs>
0: I recommend we it to know. people who who want to get involved with the family storylines of WWE. It's, it's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, it,
1: we needed something to pivot off of, off of Rey Mysterio just sort of silently ending his, his rivalry about his family and his son and his daughter. So this is another family one.
0: So congratulations, Seth Rollins. He had, had his son this week. I hope Miss Ray Mysterio oh, stays true. away from him. <laughs> or <laughs> uh, the,
1: the, Don't open that can of worms, right?
0: Yeah. Don't send flowers. Right. Um, Anyways, other stuff I've been watching. I watched. I caught up on Euphoria on HBO. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started watching it last year, and then I kind of zoned out of it. It's a good looking show. Just feel like is that the a,
1: one with um, Zendaya?
0: Yeah, it's a really good looking show. It's cool. I don't know if it's good or bad. It just it's a cool show, but I don't know okay. if it's good or bad. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd say that. But I caught up on it, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me.
1: Yeah, something about the holiday season. It's like. even though the time is still there the fact that it gets dark out like i feel like we're all kind of working on different levels
0: yeah uh yeah i'm still in my apartment here uh trapped and all of a sudden i just notice i'm staring at a bright screen in a dark room and it's like i gotta turn some lights on
1: cool great story
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't be like me kids well I think that's it, right, Dave? I mean, we're going to be recording another podcast this weekend for the Patreon, so we'll be busy.
1: Yeah. And we do have um we do have our our all patron Q&A coming at the end of the month. So again, want to get in on that? It's a dollar mm-hmm. to get into our Facebook group and that will include the Q&A as well as all kinds of interaction with us and other fans. It's a pretty tight-knit group right now, but there's a lot of a lot going on in there.
0: Yeah. For sure. So
1: that and then a Christmas star. Even if you don't uh, want to jump on Patreon, if you want to watch a Christmas movie that you haven't seen with Downton Abbey actor, a Christmas star. It's on Amazon Prime.
0: There you go. Uh, and yeah, otherwise you can follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, emails at thelordsofgrantham at gmail dot com.
1: Mm hmm. Lots of sales going on still. Holiday sales on T Public. It's our pin tweet.
0: Mm hmm. And that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah. That's it. That'll do.
0: Yeah, we'll catch you next time on on the podcast, on the Lords of Grantham podcast.